Welcome to the Powered by Age, Age-Friendly City Zoomcast, reality-style podcast. We are movers and shakers, shaking up the old notion of silent, helpless, invisible seniors. This is a new series of podcasts funded by the City of Vancouver and the 411 Senior Center Society. As PBA AFC ambassadors, we raise awareness, share our original stories and poems, inform, advocate, and involve seniors in discussing important social issues. In short, these podcasts will help us, you, in creating an age-friendly city for Vancouver today, tomorrow the world. You can hear us everywhere podcasts are heard. Hello and welcome to Powered by Age, Thursday, December 3rd. I'm Charlotte Frill, coordinator and host for the Powered by Age series sponsored by the 411 Senior Center Society. Today we're exploring the idea or concept of loss with a wonderful tool facilitated by Robin Erickson, our own facilitator mentor, and a Radio Maker Coordinator with CJSF Radio. As usual, we start with the podcasters that are on board right now, introducing themselves. Hi, I'm Judith Rainey, and I'm a member of the 411 Seniors Podcast Group, and I'm uh, also interested in today's podcast and meeting. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why I'm calling you different names today. Neil Ryan. Yo, <laughs> my name is Neil Ryan. I'm a writer, a poet, have a published book and a website called fromtheotherside.ca, which will be revised in a few days, I hope, a week or two. It's being edited right now. And I write poetry. And in fact, I'd like to share one as a found and lost at the same time. Okay, when we get into that, you can bring it to the store and Robin will bring it on. Uh, Leslie? Yes, I'm Leslie Hebert. I live in New Westminster. I'm an English as a second language teacher. I teach online, so that hasn't changed during the pandemic. And I'm also a writer in various genres. Things that I've lost and found. I've lost a few outside connections. I used to be quite busy in the community going to various groups, writers groups, yoga, singing, all kinds of things. What I've gained, in addition to a few pounds, which I think we probably all have, is Zoom connections. So instead of going out to meet people and join groups, I'm doing it at my computer. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for sharing that now, but we're going to have a special time for talking about our lost and found. But oh, okay, we'll sorry. Move My on. <laughs> uh, Samala. My name is Samala Dingus. That's Samala, like Pamela with an S. Okay. I have an organization called Your Next Option. My website is yournextoption.info. And I help individuals 55 years and older, formerly called senior citizens or retirees. And I have renamed us Melders which stands for Mindful Elder, Mm -hmm. Um, discover their own unique and inherent talents and skills to continue to make a contribution to the community, their neighborhood, or the world. Welcome. I also have a newsletter. So if you go to my website, you can sign up for my newsletter. It comes out monthly. And that's who I am and what I do. Thank you. 
Gail. Hi, Gail Harwood. I'm also a member of 411 Seniors, and I'm a writer. I just have a few more things to do, and then I'm going to uh, send my uh, novel off to an agent in Britain. I'm a retired teacher, but I have my little uh, online tutoring uh, gig, like my friend Al Leslie here. Yeah, that's it for now. Chris? My name is Chris Morrissey, and I live in East Van, and I'm a member of Britannia Community Services, and I participate in the 55-plus program there. And I'm a newly minted writer. I've written some things, but nowhere near the possibility of publishing. So we continue on. Thank you. Elizabeth. Hi. My name is Elizabeth Wu. I am in the Los Angeles area in Southern California. I am part of the Wise Ones, the Agape Wise Ones organization. And we look for creative, creative expressions in whatever art forms or whatever forms. And I might add that Elizabeth is a poet and playwright. So if you're not careful, she'll write you all into a story. <laughs> uh, Joel? Hi, I'm Joel. I'm uh, one of the co-conspirators with Podstream Studios and uh, the 4 one Senior Center on uh, where this podcast came from and uh, where it's gotten to now. And it's a Zoom context. So I'm here for technical supports and maybe some color commentary as I... Uh, chime in from time to time. Uh, I do have some things to, to lost and found when we get to that part though, so interested in that. Okay, that brings us around to Robin, who is a brilliant radio maker and one of the facilitator mentors with our Powered by Age program. And she's running our lost and found store today. So take it away. Hello. As Charlotte mentioned, I'm Robin. I'm one of the mentors and going to facilitate a conversation about loss. This was brought to our attention a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I've been thinking long and hard about what it means to have loss because it's so broad and varied and little and a lot. And what I wanted to do is have a little storytelling exercise where I have given you each a word. I have sent you each a word. And I want you to just look at that word, but don't tell anybody what that word is yet. But in turn, what I would like is in thinking about loss and what loss is to you and your experience, how does it relate to the word that I sent to you? What is the connection has everybody been able to locate their word? Yes. Did anybody not get a word? Okay, great. When I saw that, I wondered what the heck it was. <laughs> I know I'm getting sneaky here. Yeah. Um, is there anybody who wants to volunteer to go first? And I think because there's, we're quite a big group today, I think we will 
try to keep it to sort of a two to three minute. Samala raised her hand. Little expose. Great. And then that way we'll all get a chance to talk, but also have a little debrief about some of the things that came up in our discoveries about loss. Uh, Samala, take it away. So my word is gratitude. And I personally have no loss of gratitude, believe that. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I open my eyes and I say thank you. And that's how my day begins. Certainly no loss of gratitude. Great, thank you. Chris? My, my word is patience. Something I often lose. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, for a whole variety of reasons. Sometimes I lose patience with myself because I get frustrated over things, for sure. It's hard for me to focus on that because my biggest loss is my, is my partner who died about four years ago. So I have to have patience living through day every day alone. And especially during this pandemic, which has been extremely challenging to live alone and be alone and to and to have to be patient with the fact that my lifelong companion is no longer able to share that with me. Yes, thank you. I'll go. Sure, thanks Elizabeth. My my word is flexibility and uh, I'm discovering to increase my flexibility and to pivot in different ways just because things are so different now and in particular with relationships in the family so I am Getting more flexible, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly one of the things that is required of us right now, right? Yeah, thank you. Gail, are you getting ready to go next? I'd like to talk about my loss. Losses first and then the gains, uh, I'll give you my word. Um, well, I've lost the ability to come and play Mexican train with Thor and Dorothy and Betty and the gang. <laughs> Can't wait to get back there. I, I've lost my swimming pool mm. where I do aquasizes. So, uh, yeah, and the loss of sociability uh, is... Uh, mm, so I, I try my best. But um, what I've gained, and here comes the word, I'm I just gained accolades from younger generations i i was stunned uh, the word is respect and i i know that i revered and respected my grandparent and that's come back to me because i just do what i do and uh be what i am and uh here's my goddaughter and her boyfriend and and he said to me he said you're my template for a human being i went oh my gosh <laughs> you know like and they look up to me as um, a model of um, how one should behave. And I went, good heavens, I, I, it, and I'm still touched by that. So um, just, uh, that's the thing, just do your thing with, for me, just do my thing with integrity as much as I, the best I can. And 
you know, you, you reap these uh, re rewards. So respect is my word today. Here. <laughs> yeah, my word of the day here is power. Can have many different connotations, including the power going out, which uh, has happened with some of the windstorms here. Uh, but in the way that I was uh, actually working with it, because I'm doing a PhD and it relates to a model that I put together, and I was trying to understand with all the stuff going on politically in the U.S. with the the celebrity appeal of certain politicians, like how do you how do you figure out what's going on there that has caused all this? a lot of this craziness and so uh looking at a model that's like a venn diagram that has fortune fame and power kind of overlapping that create this idea of celebrity that has this effect on uh on on people that has um yeah <laughs> that's what i'm working with right now is that overlapping model to try and understand things going on out there in the uh in the world How does that relate to loss for you? Power. Oh, we're in the loss. Was I supposed to do that? <clears throat> Sorry. Um, uh, well, I had a different example. I guess kind of because I'm, I'm back doing my research work, I lost doing that for quite some time when I got out of the university. And so that's been a uh, kind of a wandering years without any real direction and now uh having lost that direction now i've found that direction again in uh, getting back to work on this stuff that's been sitting around for a while but it's been sitting around in a good way it's kind of been like like a bottle of wine on the shelf that uh seems a lot more ready to, to go now than it did when uh it was 10 years ago the, the mm -hmm. ideas seem to have held and and uh are relevant so that's it's encouraging so that's what i found Thank you. Well, my word was communication. And <laughs> I have a loss and a gain. But in communication, losing being able to just drive to somebody's house and talk to them <laughs> or to uh, not have to get dressed <laughs> and worry about my hair or my, my background or whatnot before I talk to somebody, I've, I've lost. Uh, some spontaneity in talking to people, and then I, I, um, I'm I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> I find uh, that I've lost a lot of time because someone said you get all of this overflow. So many people. Uh, at the beginning gave me so many different platforms and so many things to look into to see how I could continue my consulting work. I was doing consulting in LA around nutrition and health education. And I got, I lost time looking at all those things. But then what I found was just like with this, this uh, podcast, being able to meet new people, talk with people one at a time beyond the, the podcast and just find new relationships. So I found I've lost my old, I've lost my sadness. That's what I've lost, the sadness over not being able to just pick up and go visit somebody after I've talked with them and found new connections and new friendships through this, this, uh, this podcast medium. Yeah. Great, thank you.
Yeah, so um, my word is responsibility. And I found this kind of a tough one because responsibility is usually something I find I take on, except. So connecting responsibility and loss was a bit tough for me. I think as you go through life, you do lose a lot of things. You know, people that you love pass away. And sometimes you're responsible for those people. And then when they finally do pass or they leave your life for some reason or other, you're freed of that responsibility. Loss of responsibility during the pandemic perhaps was um, responsibility to groups that I was a member of. I am a member of the New Westminster Council of Women, which has been struggling in New Westminster to gain members. And when the pandemic came along, I kind of like let it go. Well, I can't do anything right now. So I think what the pandemic has done has helped me to prioritize those responsibilities and what's important and what's not, and just let a lot of them go because they just perhaps don't matter or you can't do anything about them. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I have Judith and Neil, I think, and myself. I'm, I'm with Leslie, is that I had struggled with the word presence, presence. And it's not gifts, that's presence being 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 connected to the now of the moment and be in the presence, be in the the present moment. But that has a struggle for me because I have big energy. I'm used to being on the platform giving the you know, uh, old Harold White told me once, he said, just remember those out there think you know something, even if you don't. And so, so how do I relate to presence is because I'm, I'm still doing emotional growth stuff. I know I'm an old guy, but I haven't given up being in the presence, being in, in, in uh, authentic is the word I'm looking for. And so that's what presence would mean to me is to be uh, my authentic, real, no bullshit self. And I'm, I just did a class on Monday about, well, it was essentially about money but i looked at it from the point of view as what did i learn from my parents about money and and presence and loss as i said earlier that i have a poem that in fact incorporates uh, presence and loss i guess the loss is is that uh the only other member of my family other than my son and grandson, but looking at my brothers, they're all gone, and my parents are all gone, and and there's other family issues that have taken them away from me. Yes, and um, if I may finish, conclude... Oh, that's okay. Let's say that's it for now. And, and if there's time later on, I'll, I'll share my poem, which was written for the, my brother that just passed. I was going to ask if you wanted to read your poem to end us out. 
today. Maybe that's maybe it, that it, is. It's unusual. It's not my usual writing. So okay. Later. Well, we'll hold on to it. Later. <laughs> Thank you, Judith. Do you want to go next, or do you want me to? I'll go next. Okay. Okay. So m my word was trust, and I um, approached it from a loss of trust in my social environment and myself and building found in my experience of community with others with the the 411 podcast group and finding um finding others that are um accepting me into the community so i uh, also approached it from the aspect of finding creativity and losing inhibitions so nice thank you my word is strength ah, i want nice. you to all see the the words that you got are on these little cards and as a lot of you have mentioned, sometimes it's really challenging to attribute what we're being asked to find in loss and likewise with strength. And what comes to me about strength right now is that I lost my grandmother in August, at the end of August. And my mom has been dead for, well, it'll be 26 years in the spring. And, and so I feel that being able to draw on the strength that, that they gave me while they were alive is such an imperative uh, thing in my life at the moment. And to really remember that they passed on their strength to me, even though I don't have it in the, in the present and in the, in the now, it, it is there regardless. And that I think sometimes loss calls us to step into that strength, even though we don't necessarily feel that we have it at the ready or, you know, that we don't, we don't always feel ready to, to sort of incorporate those losses into, into our lives. And, and definitely I, I feel that daily with my grandma, I miss her every day. So yeah, strength, strength and loss, challenging. Thank you for your perspectives on, on the words that I, I gave you. They were all chosen as you introduced yourself from this little container of angel cards that I have. And I'm curious to open the conversation up if there were things that surprised you about 
what came up for for yourself or or for for others, um, things that resonated, you know, how things connect to your experience of of loss in ways that you hadn't necessarily thought of? You know, uh, I do tarot readings and uh, one of my favorite cards, I do one every morning and one of my favorite cards to get is strength. And I was just thinking uh, that everybody's word suited them and particularly strength suits you you have a presence that could be described as strong mm. not negatively not not not, uh, not in a powerful way not in a powerful way <laughs> but, it, uh, but uh, when i talk to you i know you're there if that hopefully makes sense and I like the one for Judith and 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 Leslie. I mean, I, I think everybody got a, the angels offering them a place to talk from, a, a word to talk from. And I particularly like yours because well, because I like when I, when I get strength in the morning as a beautiful woman with a snake and. Uh, it doesn't remind me of you, but the word. I'll 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 take the compliment of being, the words being strength. Of yeah. You know, I I don't know this group. Uh, I only know Charlotte, but I I do think there's something to what Neil just said, because communication is really is Charlotte's word. <laughs> uh, and I think, likewise, flexibility is mine too. It, it describes a characteristic that each of us have. So that was very interesting. Thank you. Yeah, I know with my word being responsibility, sometimes I feel that uh, I do actually sometimes feel I'm the only responsible adult in the room. <laughs> in many instances and sometimes I just wish they'd just take that burden away from me so sometimes it is nice just to let go I lose, lose it I had to laugh when Charlotte said uh, she was at a loss of words uh, I know that wasn't <laughs> intended but it was funny and actually uh, is quite relevant right now because I'm having several bouts of writer's block trying to get the paper moving in the right direction and a bunch of other like funding project stuff and it's just staring at a screen trying to get that first bit going so it starts to get some momentum but uh, yeah <laughs> it could be a bit, bit frustrating to, to know the words are there but you just can't get them going so I think that's the first time I've ever seen Charlotte at a loss for words. <laughs> it's because I've had to find so many, so many words. The California, I mean, the um, the creative departments and the funding departments within Canada are very interesting because they have 
instead of just a form, you know, where you used to go down and you would just read something and you'd read the directions and then you would start to write your grant. They have these rubrics. So I've been working on a rubric where first you had to not only say what your goal is, but then find pictures to, to exemplify it, like to make sure you do it. And then I had to design a box and I have a, I'm not a great graphic person, but I have a software that does it. But I spent all this time trying to find a box that would fit into 720 by 720 and then another one that was 18 something. So I was at a loss of words because I spent using a different part of my brain, which is the part of my brain that thinks <laughs> that it doesn't know how to do graphics, but because in the communication devices, they're creating all kinds of things so that even a person who is not graphically inclined can create graphics. So I am I'm astounded that you gave me that word or that the box gave me the word communication. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Any other observations that might have come up or resonances? When Elizabeth was talking about flexibility, I was thinking about uh, physical flexibility. You know, as we age, we lose a lot of that. And I have lost a lot of that by not doing yoga for the last nine months or so. I do a little bit at home, but it's not the same as having the discipline of an hour-long class yeah something definitely. that i found from judith talking about field of christ because i was like gail not able to go to the gym or do water therapy and so forth and my legs were really hurting me but in this podcast when she brought out and uh, showed the video and talked about it the simple things that you could do with your couch that really helped my flexibility a lot so I gain. That's something that I found from this group and the ways that people have shared information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely one of the things that I've appreciated about being part of this podcast is that in the loss of my sort of in-person community and being able to go to the radio station every day and see programmers and volunteers and and see friends I gather with you folks on Thursdays and have learned about a whole new set of all kinds of things um, that that you've brought to the table about the themes and subjects and discussion points of interest that have really been been quite enriching so the the thing that I got is that Agape, I'm part of Agape Wise Ones now. And if it hadn't been for the pandemic, they wouldn't necessarily be meeting online, in which case I wouldn't have had an opportunity to participate because I live in Las Vegas, Nevada, and Agape is in Southern California, in Hollywood, California. And the opportunity to do that for, is something for which my word, I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. so that I could participate as well. And then having the opportunity to go from that program to have, it, to have Charlotte invite me to this podcast, which is also because of the pandemic, people are meeting online instead of, you know, wherever else they might be meeting. I'm grateful that I got to introduce myself and participate with you people as well. So I'm grateful and grateful 
and grateful. Grateful. <laughs> oh, but we're grateful that you've joined us. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to pitch in there, Chris? Uh, yes, I want to say that I resonated with a lot of things that people talked about in terms of loss. And I mean, certainly with Leslie and responsibility, I laughed when you said you feel like you're the only responsible person in the room. And sometimes I feel like I'm the only responsible person in the organization. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to be so paid. My word was patient. So I have to be mm -hmm. so patient yeah. um, trying to let go and let other people take on some responsibility that, you know, as I as I age, I want other people to to kick in there. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the other thing was the you know that sense of the sense of isolation that others others kind of shared. I think one of the things I sort of picked up from that is that it, it's not only the, the 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 loss of communication; it's the loss of human contact. I mean, I have I have. I barely a day goes by that I don't have some kind of a Zoom meeting. But I, what I'm finding over time is that has not, re I mean, it's great. It's much better than nothing. But I also find that I really miss that human contact. And it's something I'm not used to because I'm very social. I participate in a lot of things. And I'm not, this is the first time ever that I've lived alone. So you know that that sense of and 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 like you, uh, Gail. I don't go out in many places. I only go to the grocery store to make sure I have some groceries. But there is that sense of being being isolated and being cut off. It's weird because we're not cut off because of this technology that enables us to be in contact and and to have some level of communication. But in another way, we really are cut off from friends, from relatives, and so on. And especially here with the pandemic orders, and if those of us who take it seriously, it does bring about a lot of challenges and certainly presents us with a lot of losses and difficult then to find. I think within that, we can still, I can still find something that I've gained but it's a little harder to think about that because I'm still in the phase of I'm still in the phase of experiencing the losses more than more than having moved to a place of looking at what I've gained. That's I think that's the next step. Chris, do you remember? I, I, I think I did my poem. The coin has four sides. The plus side has both a minus and a plus, and the plus and the minus side has both a minus and a plus. Yeah, that's 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 probably the single truest thing about life is that it has four sides. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting that Zoom is we, we're side by side. A comfort that I took the other day is, hey, you know, these people are touching shoulders. I was looking at the pictures and I thought it's the one place where we can be less than six feet apart when we look at each other. <laughs> Only thing is, we're interacting with the screen, not with each other. So yeah. that's, I think that's that's what gives us that feeling of the human touch is when we, when the brain registers, 
Oh, yes. and then there's this, that interaction and that's inside our brain and also with each other. Yeah. So if I rub you on the shoulder, Charlotte, you cannot feel it. <laughs> and I'm right next to you on the screen, on my screen anyway. Uh, but we all just need a hug, don't we? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd help us if they develop an app day, where you can right? feel something touching. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's on your computer and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are they going to call the app? Creep? <laughs> <laughs> Joel's a musician. You can make a song. <laughs> it creeps up when you least expect it. I have a follow-up on that, actually. All right. <laughs> Not a song, but um, one of the things that's been lost due to this little pandemic has been a number of gigs that uh, our band was supposed to play over the course of the year, Ooh, especially uh, at Christmas time when we'd get booked a lot for uh, Christmas parties. So yeah. this was a, a big uh, money-making part of the year as well as just you know what we love to do and, and entertain people and get people involved so that's that was a loss there uh however we did get in, an inquiry for a, a virtual christmas party concert that uh we were looking to try and pull together uh we lost that gig it didn't end up working out but in the process, what I found was a reconnection to the Commodore Ballroom, which I used to work with back when I was as a professor working with uh, their media systems in there. And so that it's like I've been gone for X amount of time and then suddenly I'm back and I'm stepping back into these spots that I was doing years ago. So it's kind of refining my footing. Um even though we lost the gig and we lost many gigs, uh, it's probably going to turn into something better over the longer term. Speaking of that, uh, <laughs> on the 20, you know, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve are both Thursdays. And yeah. so we are planning to have a party on the, on the, the 24th. And one musical selection of provider is uh, Jan, who teaches, Jane, who teaches ukulele. But if you're, Ben would like to share a sample of your gig with us on that day or on the 31st will be great because we are going to party on both the those days. days on the actual New Year's Eve and Christmas Christmas Eve, Eve. yeah the wow. 24th okay. and the um, 31st 31st Oh, yeah, I, I, right. The 31st is, is Christmas Eve. Me, I mean, me, yeah. See, my words are all confused. Yes, but those we have those eves. So we're going oh. to celebrate. And um, if you have some music you'd like to share, that would be great. I can always step up the Buble game for Christmas. I can uh, drop a few Christmas songs. That's, that's not a problem at all. Mm -hmm. I'll get on that. <laughs> oh, and then the other thing uh, is that Today, as it turns out, is the 90th anniversary of, of the Commodore Ballroom. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there's uh, news things going out and some stuff on the radio about one of my one of my buddies that uh, wrote a book on the Commodore and on the uh, old nightclubs. Uh, he was on CBC today talking about the history of the, the venue. So, so yeah, interesting uh, connection of things 
temporally. Mm-hmm. And something that hasn't been lost, you know, there, uh, I spent so much time uh, living in Winnipeg and they just announced that they're going to knock down the old Hudson's Bay building, uh, which has been a, a stalwart, beautiful old sandstone building on the corner of Portage and Maine, or not a Portage and Maine, but Portage and, and Memorial. And, uh, you know, this beautiful six story building that's been there for forever and ever. And they're just going to take the wrecking ball to it. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, in the same way that they did the Eaton's building, which was also, you know, uh, one of those beautiful historic buildings. So uh, the more things change, the more things stay the same. And um, Robin, in 1942 or maybe 43, I was in that Hudson's Bay store with my mother and refused to go on the wooden escalator because it scared the hell out of me. And I remember that when I heard it on the news, they were gonna tear the building down. I remember being with my mother standing at the bottom of of the stairs. Uh, No, not stairs, the escalator. And the escalator was made of wood. Wow. I mean, oh, that escalator must be a heritage piece alone. <laughs> it's it's not wooden anymore. Yeah. It's not wooden anymore. It's not no, 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 the, no, no. They took they they took that out a, a long, long time, time ago. ago, I guess. But yeah, there was still a lot of historic um, features in the in the building, and you know, I just bring that up as as one example because. Um, you know, I think as as a culture, we're we're kind of notorious at uh, just out with the old and with the new, you know, and and so much disposability. Um, we don't even think about what we're losing in the grand scheme of things um, sometimes, and and what it does to the environment to be so consumerist and and just you know. I don't understand why they're tearing that beautiful old thing down. I, I've been there, and um, when I pass through Winnipeg a number of times. Um, but take a look at in Vancouver what they did with the St. Clair Center. Uh, they turned that about two or three beautiful heritage buildings into a really nice place where everybody in their uncle is. It's kind of like a big mall, but, but it, it's really nice. And that's at the corner of Granville and um, Cordova Street. And it's a block, you know, it's, um, it, it covers the whole block, Granville East over to um, Howe Street, yeah. I don't know why they're not doing that in Winnipeg. They think it, it costs too much money, well. Because okay. the property is worth a zillion dollars. That's mm-hmm. why. Ah. <clears throat> I know that we have an announcement, and I want to just leave time for that. If there are any sort of closing thoughts about loss and gain and the words that uh, that we picked. Otherwise, maybe we'll hear from Neil and your poem, if that makes sense, and then we'll hear our announcement. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. I haven't got this uh, in your suggestion that I read it off uh, because I just found this yesterday. 
Okay. Um, I was looking for something in an old book, and uh, my brother passed away two years ago, and uh, he had just had his 89th birthday. But he had been after me about my poetry that, that it doesn't rhyme. So I wrote him a poem that has some rhyming with it, but I didn't get a chance to read it because he lapsed into a coma and then and then passed on. But this is from my brother Don, and his the name of it is, is Round and Round. In fact, Charlotte, you've heard a little bit of this a long time ago. Round as a ball, as ball as a billion ball. Round is an approximation, a guess. Round midnight, a time from monk, short and fat, lean and tall, uh, a, a few of them and then them all. Sally forth and sachet round. Time flies and flies abound around the pond. Time will tell without a sound. Round and round we go, nonstop, till we all fall down. Me, Ma, and her kerchief, and I in my cap. Had Rover, the pussy, asleep in her lap. Round and round the mulberry bush, in and out, through and out the, the revolving door. I don't believe it when she says I snore. Round and round, and again, and then around. Thank you, Dawn. Mm. Very nice. Thank you, Neil. <laughs> I can't clap. Oh. And thank you, everyone, for your reflections on loss in relation to your words. Thank you for that wonderful storytelling activity. I was at a loss to know how you were going to deal with loss, so we gained something. <laughs> Uh, the announcements I have next week, well, what I have pending in the communications, I've been communicating with the uh, new co the commissioner of, of human rights and next week on the 10th is International Human Rights Day. So if everything goes as it seems to be going, she will be our guest. Um, and I will interview her and you will be, you can think of questions that you might want to ask of uh, the, this commissioner, as well as understanding how these commissions work, what the relationship they are, they make to public policy. We also will be- Is this, is this Canadian be, or, um, or international, Charlotte? I'm sorry, I'm not clear what she's representing, sorry. Oh, internet, it's human, the human, it's inter international ah, okay, human okay. rights day, but she's right. the commis commissioner of human rights for her Canada oh, for British oh, Columbia. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, lots of words starting with C. <laughs> and then do remember on uh, the, to invite people to tell people about the 21st and I mean 24th Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. We will be alive in here. I was invited to two things that people were doing for Christmas on today, but we're doing our Christmas Eve on Christmas Eve. Um, oh, some people have got sweaters. If you want to wear a sweater, you want to hair hat, wear a hat. If you have an ugly sweater or a pretty sweater, you can do that. <laughs> Something. I was going to ask Charlotte what times on the twenty fourth and thirty first. Our regular time, one o'clock. Oh, really? Okay, thanks. Okay. 
Oh, and I want everybody to think of a tune, you know, like with, with music, something we can move it by. So I want you to practice learning how on your Zoom to use screen, share screen. Some of you know how to use share screen, but one of the things I do in putting together my radio show, I find music on YouTube and I park it. You know, you park things on the tab. And then when I open the, the screen share, it goes right to that piece of music. So if you have a piece of music that you want to share on the 31st, you can practice using YouTube and share screen in that way. And Joel is probably saying, and when we post it to the podcast <laughs> streams, they might say we can't use it because it's copyright music. But if we play it on the radio station, because the station plays uh, pays licensing fees, then sometimes our podcasts are heard on uh, on the station. But I'm not worrying about it because they've said that unless people are selling it, if we were using the music to try and sell something, then we might get dinged by the copyright mm -hmm. owner. But in just using it as part of our conversation, none of the platforms have, they, they haven't done, dinged me for other places that I've used yeah. the music. In a um, I think for New Year's Eve, uh, Old Lang Syne's public domain, right? It should be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that is all I have. I'm so happy to see all of you in our neighborhood that we can reach out and we can touch, <laughs> reach out and touch somebody's hand. There you go. <laughs> touch, touch, touch. And we'll say goodbye.